An excellent day, everyone, different areas around the world. Uh, Dr. Harry Benjamin here uh, with All in One, One and All, our weekly podcast uh, teaching series and talk. I'm very excited and thrilled um, to be your speaker and host today and share with you uh, insights and perspectives that can be of great value. Uh, the feedback has been tremendous. Uh, that's been coming from on different avenues, uh, one from people who have been listening to the podcast, the testimonials are really amazing. And the second thing is the book, a book of new thoughts, right? And a, a gear towards inner peace and joy, regardless of the circumstances and situations in our lives. And the book has been getting extremely wonderful feedback. People have been saying really great things. The benefits that people have been receiving from uh, reading, you know, it's just really amazing. So I'm very excited. Um, there's even an interview coming out in an online um, journal uh, about, you know, the book, some questions that the um, journalist asked me and some really great questions that uh, were, you know, needling. <laughs> so some really wonderful things happening. So welcome Back, if this is um, not your first time, but if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. And I pray that this will not be your last time um, chiming in to our all-in-one, one-in-all um, channel. So um, we're seeking to heat things up a bit. You know, last month we spoke about greatness and um, surrender and different things that we need to do to position ourselves in a way that allows for greatness to unfold by means of us. And we are this month looking at the area of divine manifestation. And that's what we're looking at this uh, month. We're looking at divine manifestation. Now, this is actually quite um, an interesting phrase because at first, when we hear the word manifestation, uh, we generally think about manifestation from the standpoint of accomplishing something uh, or maybe having a goal become material. So we oftentimes think of manifestation as, okay, you know, I can get this car, I can get this home, I can get this particular um, relationship going, I can get this much money. Uh, we oftentimes think about manifestation in that light. But uh, we're talking about manifestation now from a divine standpoint. And I'm going to expound on that quite a bit over the next uh, four talks. Uh, to help us to really understand what manifestation really is. You know, when we look at it from uh, the basic standpoint, we may start out with, you know, having goals, having uh, aspirations, and then setting out a plan, and then working steadily towards accomplishing that, that plan. And then with that happening, then we manifest goals and dreams and ideas um, as a result of that. But um, when we look at the word manifestation, the acronym that I have in our book is, you know, man accessing new ideas found existing subconsciously, then, then actively, uh, then increasing opulence now, right? So let's look at that, right? Let's look at that. Man accessing new ideas found existing subconsciously, then acti activating, right? Them, activating them increasing opulence now so let's say that again man accessing new ideas found existing subconsciously then activating them increasing opulence now so what happens is that we have to to really have manifestation happen right 
there are new ideas that are in our mind already. You know, there are new ideas that are already in our mind. Now, in the basic stage of manifestation, this is how we generally go about it. We generally go about it by using visualization, meaning that we look for ideas that already exist, right? Look for ideas that already exist. So that's one level of accessing ideas, meaning that you could go through a magazine and like I did back in the early 2000s and we looked at magazines and we picked out the home that we wanted to build in Florida and then we went about designing it. So that wasn't uh, accessing a divine idea necessarily from my soul or from my mind That was simply just using an existing idea that someone else had already done and then just simply copying it, taking it out, putting up the picture of it on a wall or on a vision board or maybe looking at it repeatedly until my subconscious mind became enamored with it and then I went about doing what was necessary to materialize what it is that I had desired. So that's one level of, of, of manifestation where you can actually find uh, a picture of a, of a Mercedes or something that already exists. You put it up, you look on it often enough, and it literally, cre- it literally stimulates and activates a desire within you for the accomplishment of that particular goal. And you literally get up and go out and do the work required for the accomplishment of the goal. So visualization is a very powerful stage in this process of manifestation. But then there's a higher level to this where you can start to access ideas. You can start to access ideas that have never been brought forth before, like a book of new thoughts, right? That's a divine manifestation because that came from not from reading other books, not from putting together uh, materials that someone else already did, but doing something brand new and fresh. Now, that came by accessing ideas, right? Accessing new ideas. And where did it exist? It existed subconsciously, meaning that it was in my subconscious mind, but I was not aware of it. Until I, over time, did certain spiritual practices, which allowed me now to actually have access to that. And then I activated it, activated, put it into motion, and then I'm increasing my opulence now as a consequence of that. So the manifestation is happening in different levels. There's even another idea that was downloaded into my mind um, just recently of a business that I'm going to develop over time. You know, that will create lots of employment. Large numbers of people will get employed in, in, um, in Nigeria because of that. So there's great things that will happen by means of you if you open up yourself to allowing divine manifestation to occur. And, and I won't get into uh, the details of practices today, but I'll certainly um, get into that as we go into the next several talks. But what I'm seeking to lay out right now is for us to be encouraged to shift gears, you know, to start out, because some of us need to get into visualization because we haven't proven to ourselves that visualization works. So we need to do that. 
you need to get you know pictures of a home, a car, you know, uh, of a certain amount of money in your bank account. Write out your affirmations. I'm so happy and grateful now that this is happening, that is happening, and write them out in affirmative tense and repeat them to yourself multiple times per day until it becomes so encoded within you that you think about what you're trying to accomplish. You're dreaming about it. You're talking about it. You're working towards accomplishing these goals that you have set for yourself. You know, the dreams, the desires, resting, enticing, a magnificent soul. So they're there resting, encouraging you and I to go after them. So visualization becomes a very powerful tool associated with affirmations. So you're making known those things that you are desiring and you're obstinate about them. You're not giving up on your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. You're going after them. So that is what we need to do when it comes to that first stage of manifestation. Wherein you are now accessing ideas. As you, man, man and woman, accessing ideas. And the ideas can be accessed through what has already happened before. So there are examples of people who have already gone ahead and done things, and you can actually literally use those images from magazines, you know, from different books, you know, from other things that have been accomplished. Go to a car dealer, sit in the car, you know, or go for a test drive if they allow that in your country and take the car for a ride. Feel the new leather on your skin. You know, feel your hands on the steering wheel. You know, feel the air condition blowing in your face. And then you take that experience and you literally visualize over and over again yourself driving that brand new automobile that you sat in. And what will happen is that life will orchestrate a way for that dream, that desire to become a reality that you experience. Not the reality with an uppercase R, but a smaller reality, which means that you become something in your life experience. It becomes something temporary that you get to enjoy. I would call that a reality, right? So it moves from just being an imagination. It moves from just simply being a wish, but now becomes a reality, something that you can literally enjoy. So that's the first stage. But then there's a higher stage to to manifestation when it comes to divine manifestation. And when it comes to actually manifesting ideas that have never been touched before, then that entails now you being able to start to open yourself up to hearing, to accessing the ideas that are already floating around our mind. You know, when we look at Rupert Sheldrake's experiment with the monkeys over on the island of Japan, where a group of monkeys had been studied where the female was washing her, her potatoes. And uh, a female, one female started washing her potatoes before eating them. And eventually the, the other monkeys caught on to this and they eventually all were washing their sweet potatoes. Well, there's an island next, next um, not immediately um, close to it, but far enough that the monkeys had no connection. And eventually the monkeys, first the females on that island started to wash their wash their potatoes before eating them. And eventually all the monkeys started doing the same thing. No, the two islands are unconnected. But what happens is that once an idea becomes active in the atmosphere, once somebody starts to use the idea, the idea becomes more available to more of us to, to have access to it. So, you know, that's just proof to us that there's something called an idea sphere or a thought field that surrounds us. 
And uh, in previous talks, I spoke about these two different dimensions of this thought field. One emanates from a sense of separation from God, a sense of separation from all that's good. And when we have that that belief that we are living separate from God, when we believe that we are separate from the presence of God, and we don't share a belief that we are one with the presence, and we don't really know we're one with the presence, we're living in a sense of separation from this presence. We feel contained in a body, we feel that we have a past, we have a future, we feel that we might die at some point. Those are thoughts of separation. And with those thoughts radiate from that fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, irritation, annoyance, you know, pride. A lot of things, false pride, I should say, but a lot of things come from that. So we have to, in a sense, become aware that there's that level of thinking where people think that way, right? People think that way, and why they think that way is because they're thinking from a sense of separation from the presence. They don't think in unity with the presence. So as a result of this, my friends, there's this disconnect. There's this distance, right? And with that distance from the presence of God as their very life and their very being, then what happens now is that they don't have access to these divine ideas because they're thinking from the repetitive thinking of humanity. And those thoughts are fears, doubts, worries, worst-case scenarios. What if this doesn't go right? What if this goes wrong? You know, all of those types of thoughts come from a sense of separation, fear about the future. And even ambition comes from that sense of separation as well, where people are trying to create so much wealth to get away from poverty, as opposed to create wealth so that we can make the world a better place. So there is a, there's even a fear in the ambition because the ambition is designed to get away from something not to go towards something for the purpose of fulfillment and establishment of a world that works for the highest and best in each and every one of us so the sense of separation carries fear at its core and it spreads out into different forms right that eventually manifest themselves in different ways so we are not looking to manifest from that way of thinking we want to manifest from that higher realm, that second order, that higher order of being, right? And not second in terms of numerical order, but just the fact that there are really two groups of thoughts available to us. The lower thoughts that emanate from a sense of separation, the higher thoughts that radiate from a sense of unity and oneness with the presence of God. Oneness, right? That's omnipresent, numerously expressed. That's one, right? So when we're one, you know, there's some supreme serendipitous things that will happen through us and for us and as us when we are one with the presence of God. So by meditating, praying affirmatively, doing our spiritual study correctly, we will now grow or mature into recognizing our oneness with the presence. When we have recognized that we are one of the presence, or we remembered it in our consciousness, we become consciously aware that we are one of the presence of God, and the presence of God is one with us. Once you're consciously aware of this, it now sets the tone for divine ideas to start to think through you. You start to download ideas. You know, when I look at the idea that I now have to create this employment, because there are a lot of, as you go around Nigeria, everywhere you see in Lagos, 
like all along the, the, the channels of water, everywhere that you go, you'll see a lot of empty bottles and empty plastic cartons that they use for drinks or for um, food, for different types of activities. They're just in the canals. They're in the waterways. They're on the, the shoreline. They're on the river banks. So we're, you're literally now, what, I've, what I was inspired to do, is to use those bottles to create polymer siding that will make homes from, right? There's a technology that you can use polymer to make homes today. Beautiful homes, by the way, right? In different designs. And this area of the world needs a lot of low-income housing, and polymer housing is one of the cheapest forms of housing you could actually build. So what I'm going to do is that I'm going to lead... Uh, you know, a, a business where we're going to be able to pay one naira in Nigerian money for people who pick up these empty bottles. Just imagine 5,000 bottles in a day, 5,000 naira. If you do 20 days, that's 100,000 naira. And most people earn a salary of 30 or 40,000 naira. So for collecting bottles, people will be able to earn a substantial income. I'm pretty excited about that because a lot of people at the low income level of life will now be able to literally um, who, who are consciously unemployable. They can't get a job because their level of mentality doesn't allow them. But they can go out and pick up bottles. That doesn't require any training in school or any skill. They bring them to the factory. And then the factory has another level of employment as well, where people are being employed in the factory to do the work of, of you know, dissolving the bottles into, into a liquid form and then pouring it into molds, which you now become the panels that will use to build the homes. And then there's an executive team that will be needed to do the, the management of the corporation and also the marketing of, the, of it. And also financiers will get a chance to participate in it as well. Now, that's just an idea that came, right? That's manifestation, right? That's man accessing, right? Man, manifestation. Man, right? Man accessing new ideas. Because that's a new idea, right? Found existing subconsciously, then activating them, increasing opulence now. That will increase opulence for a lot of people, right? A lot of people come up higher simply because of the idea. Now, where did I get this idea from? It dropped into my awareness. And how did it drop in? Because I became available to divine inspiration. That's why it's called divine manifestation. So it's not that I sat down and I tried to figure out, how am I going to solve this problem? How am I going to fix this problem? I became available and by being available. And there's a lot more because ideas are infinite in number. So I'm not even concerned about somebody hearing this and trying to do it. That's okay because I'm not lacking. I don't live in lack. I don't live in life apprehended, constricting the kingdom. I live in abundance. A being unlimited now distributing across nations, cultivating excellence. I know that I'm that being. I know I'm abundance itself. So when you know this, you don't have any fears of somebody catching an idea because they don't belong to us anyway. The ideas are in the idea sphere and all of us have access to them if we open up ourselves more and more. And there's so many ideas there that so much can be brought forth, right? This world has not seen anything yet. Remember, there's a teaching that says, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what the great God has in store for those who love God. 
So when you understand this oneness, this unity, this power, this magnificence that is our soul, you can make a huge difference on this planet. Right, so I'm pretty excited about that because we're going to be able to create a lot of employment with that idea and there are people who will be getting money at the very low end of the society and the aesthetics of the society will improve because as these bottles come out of the waterways and the drains, there's no more blockage happening, it reduces the flooding, but it also improves the aesthetics. The place will look nicer, <laughs> uh, which, I, which, which, which I'd like to see happen too, right? So there are other things that we'll be able to do um, my friends, right? As you allow more and more of these ideas to come forth from your being and they'll literally be able to be a transformational way in which you'll be able to change the fabric of your environment. You'll be able to help others to improve their life, right? By you being an instrument, an avenue through which divine manifestation can occur. Now, there's some other areas we need to talk about in reference to divine manifestation. I'll, I'll get into those details because they're there is a way to be remember your divinity through practices. And I'll talk about it. It will be theoretical, but I'll talk about it. I myself have been doing my practices consistently. And divine manifestation is very, very important for you to know about and also for you to eventually engage in practices that will allow for you to have that divinity within you active and alive. Your life is divine. Whether you are aware or unaware, it is divine. But what we need to do is through practice to become consciously aware of our divinity as our identity so that we no longer identify ourselves in human ways only. We accept our human identity, but we understand it is our lesser identity. Our greater identity is spirit. We are spiritual beings having human experiences. We're not human beings with a spirit somewhere off in the distance. We are spiritual first, and then we're now having a human experience as a spiritual being. When you have that expanded awareness of your identity, you become an agent of change and transformation on this planet because you're not limiting your mind. You're not limiting access to the divine to have its sway and way in, through, and as you. And as more of us wake up to the divinity that we are, as more of us wake up to recognizing that we're truly divine, that our life is divine, the center of our being is light. When it says in the scriptures that I, that you are the light, the light that lights up every man and every woman that comes into this world, you'll understand that you can say, I am light. You are light first, your greatness first, your abundance first, your love first, your peace first, your joy first. Those are essences of our being, which are natural states. And what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is to cultivate them and express them so that they show up as our ways of being. They show up as peace. They show up as joy. They show up as abundance manifest itself in the world. Because you know your true identity. So as we expand through our practices of meditation, affirmative prayer, spiritual study, high-minded conversations, visualized life visioning, selfless service, and fellowship with the right group of people. And as we anchor ourselves in those seven practices, we become more and more and more expanded each and every day. And what starts to happen is that more of life starts to show up through you. You start to have miraculous things happening by means of you. You start to make connections which you and your own could never make. You know, when I look at this new business of our boomerang we're doing, I spoke to a gentleman um, today. This gentleman is actually responsible for putting on events with over 2,000 people. And some, when you see the guest list, honorables, honorables, prime ministers, you know, so how do I get that connection? Divine. 
right? Those are divine connections which are happening because I'm open to allowing the presence of God in me to use me to do its will. Now, that is not an easy thing to, to mature into. It's so simple. Okay, God use me. It's so simple. But uh, we get into our way a lot. We get into the way of the flow of the divine in us, flowing in through and as us. Um, but eventually, with enough practice and fine-tuning your instrumentality, your being, more of the beauty and the magnificence of God will start to flow through you. So, man, I'm fired up and I'm excited about life. I pray that you are too. This is the first episode in the discussion on divine manifestation. I'm going to get into it some more, but right now that's just the basics of it. That's just the very basic of it. First, get your own manifestation going by picking pictures and images and things in the world that already exist and coding them through visualization into your subconscious. Your being will go forward and help you to manifest them. Then as you mature uh, more, you'll be able to start accessing divine ideas and brand new ideas that's never been manifested in this world before will now become available by means of you because you now allowed yourself to open yourself up more and more each and every day. So with that said, my friends, it's been a privilege and an honor of mine to speak on this platform each and every week. I know I need to do some interviews and they're coming, believe me, you know, coordinating all of that with the growth of I Boomerang and of course, the, you know, the sales of a book of new thoughts. I hope you already have your copy in hand. That book is overloaded. <laughs> right? It's overloaded for sure. There's lots of information in there that will be a great benefit to those who teach, but also on a personal level for those who just want it for their own edification of their soul. With that said, man, God bless each and every one of you. We'll see you at the top of life. You deserve to be there. Bye for now.